The Infertility Podcast is a place of inspiration for every season in life, a resource where listeners can be encouraged to push past obstacles and be motivated by individual stories. The premise of infertility is understanding the season you are in and realizing that there are strategies that can be implemented to enjoy a fertile season. Now on with the show. Welcome to episode 67 of the Infertility Podcast. Before starting season three, I had asked listeners to give different topics and cover questions that were pressing in their life. And one of those questions was, what do you do when you feel unsuccessful? And I was like, who better than to have the Hope Coach himself, Pastor DeMarlo, to help assist with this question? So welcome, Pastor DeMarlo. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my sister. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you doing? I am super. I am definitely super excited and honored to be a part of your podcast. And thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. So before we get into the discussion, um, can you give a brief description of who you are, any personal professional highlights that you would like to share before we get into the questions for this episode? um, Of course, everyone knows I pastor. Well, everyone doesn't know what yes. I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. I pastor in the state of Georgia, in the city of Atlanta. Um, my, my family resides in South Florida. Uh, we have a home in South Florida, a home in Orlando, and I do church and ministry and business in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm blessed. Um, some of my highlights, I would say, would be leading my son to the Lord. Um, one of the highlights would be of this year, my summit that we just had literally over 180 people in a room. Yeah. Only supposed to have 150 and everyone walked out of there with no issues, no COVID, no sickness or disease. And the only thing we can say is to God be the glory. So I would have to highlight in the midst of a pandemic because everybody's worried about gathering and super spreaders and all those kind of things. And so Mm -hmm. that was a highlight to see people's lives really change, empowered, renewed and refreshed for the end of this year. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. I'm, yes. I'm excited. I'm excited uh, to do ministry uh, in the city of Atlanta. Atlanta is um, is a growing uh, metropolitan for uh, African Americans that really have a desire to build, and so to be a part of this building community, this aspiring, emerging uh, new influencers. It's, it's great to be there and to be connected with what's going on there. So I, I'm excited. I love uh, doing ministry. I'm a coach, uh, a life coach, a prophetic coach. Um, I teach, I preach, I sing, I prophesy. I, um, I love to go swimming. <laughs> but I don't do it often. I don't do it often, but I do love to go swimming. And, uh, and I, of course, I love good movies. So that, that's pretty much about me. In a yes. And Pastor D is an amazing man of God. And um, the conference that he's referring to was transformative. Um, so much greatness happened in that room. Um, and I think, you know, I don't want to say I think, I know um, several individuals, including myself, left with um, just feeling lighter and just empowered and really 
having the momentum to move forward um, and to complete the work that God, you know, has placed in our hands. So I'm so grateful for the summit, um, you know, and, and everything that takes place and us just coming together as leaders and just being poured into, you know, oftentimes we're just the ones kind of pouring out to other people. So it's amazing to be poured into. Um, so kudos on a fabulous conference. To God be the glory. Yes, and definitely. Thanks to, your, thanks to you and your husband, it was able to be streamed and yes. watch the downloads and watch the videos and all of those good things. And the crazy thing, I have yet to sit down and watch one video from Starbucks. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why I'm having a hard time reliving it, but it's just like, I don't know, but I'm just, I have yet to sit down and watch one full complete service. I, I will tell you, you'll be happy. The quality was very great. <laughs> I, I, the quali everybody loves the quality. It's just, yes. I haven't had the time. Yes, yes, yes. You know, you're a busy guy. So I appreciate you taking the time out to be on this episode. So the main um, area of topic is success, right? So um, success is an interesting topic. And the question itself, what do you do when you feel unsuccessful can be, you know, relative because, you know, you and I, we can talk about feeling success, the times we felt you know, we were successful the times we felt we were unsuccessful, what that looked like in our lives personally. And, you know, someone looking at us would be like, well, I, I felt like it was a success, you know? Um, so what is your definition of success? Oh, that's a hard one. Even when I read that question, I was like, wow, what do I say success really is? Mm -hmm. One, I would say success it's always being in the will of God, mm -hmm. following God's plan and purpose for your life. Mm -hmm. And two, I would say really, this is, is my form of, of success, accomplishing goals and living life without regret. Mm -hmm. I think so many people, um, I think so many people, they, they, they're doing things and they're aspiring and they're pursuing, but there's so much regret. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I believe that it's a place that it's regret free. Mm -hmm. That yes, this is something I desire. Yes, this is something I want. Um, and I'm going to pursue it and not, and not regret it. Right. And so, um, and so, it's at being able to have a moment and of accomplishment without regret. Yes, I love that. Because if you have no regret, you're at peace. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. definitely. So how do you think the way others define success impacts us? I believe we have a lot of pressure because, you know, I'm so glad that I didn't have um, – social media or we didn't have social media yes. when we were in high school and things of that nature um because everything today is so uh how do i i want to say everything today is everything is about looking the part everything yes. is looking successful everything is about you know you have to have the right clothes you have the right shoes you have to have all of the right outside stuff mm -hmm. but then internally you're lacking and you're missing so you may have on a pair of 700 shoes but you may have your lights disconnected 
Mm. You know, are your are your phones disconnected because you're trying to look like something or be something that you're not? Right. I think that I think because of the pressure of success, it causes people to live a non-authentic life. Right. And so, um, so because of the pressure of success, we we get to the place where I was talking about comparison is the thief of all joy. Yes. And, excuse me, that it puts people in a place where they're constantly comparing and constantly analyzing what did this person do? How can I do it better? It, it, it puts you in a competition that you don't even have to be in. It right. puts you in a rat race that, that only you are a part of. Mm-hmm. And, and I think um, that when we get to the place of, of, okay, one, am I in the will of God? Two, am I really pursuing the plan of God for my life? And three, Am I really accomplishing what I'm supposed to be accomplishing without regret? Right. It, it, it silences the noise, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it silences the noise. It silences all of the craziness that goes on. Like even right now, I was um, I was in a meeting uh, last week or week before last in regards to some just debriefing from my summit, mm-hmm. and uh, and we're in right now some situations with the hotel because some things took place at the hotel that wasn't proper and. I was in a meeting and a person, I was like, oh, I can't stand the hotel. Da, 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 da. And the person said to me, yes, the hotel wasn't the best. Yes, the hotel um, didn't have the level of excellence that you may have wanted it to have. But the thing that the hotel did have, it gave you freedom to operate and to do what you needed to do without hassling you about noise, uh, getting in the room, out of the room, all that. You had liberty. So in one area, the hotel was deplorable, and we're in a fight right now with them about some things. But in the other area, the hotel gave us much freedom to have that experience with God that we needed to have. So it's like, you know... Yes, I may couldn't host my conference at the JW Marriott, you know, but hello, I held it and God was glorified. Yes. And and we had freedom to really express ourselves. Yes. And and you brought up a a really um, key term, which is competition, right? Mm -hmm. So when you allow others to define what success is, you find yourself in competition. Um, You had 180 people. Um, in that room, right? And for me, that is like, I've never held an event with a, over 180 people, unless it's my church. And of course, you know, they're going to show up on a Sunday morning, right? <laughs> but I never hosted an event and 180 people showed up, you know? And there's people who may be listening and they may be doing um, events and, and business, you know, uh, events and only 25 people are showing up, right? That doesn't mean you're not successful, mm-hmm. right? I remember I had a business coach years ago, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, um, Patrice Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, she was my business coach two years ago. And she reminded me because I was, you know, feeling unsuccessful. I didn't want to start certain things. And she's like, Danielle, an audience of one is still an audience, mm-hmm. right? You you don't know what impact you'll have on one individual that can impact thousands, right? But your job right now is just to impact that one. And it's okay. And so, like you said, social media, especially in this day and age, is just showing all the good things. We're not highlighting the bad things, you know what I mean? Nobody's putting out there saying, I can't pay my mortgage this month. I can't pay this. I can't do this, right? It's just like, hey, look how big my house is, (laughs) right? 
So um, if we allow other people to define success for us, we get into, like you said, a rat race, um, and we're the only one in it because the other person is living their life. You, you know what, Danielle? I was teaching on Sunday. I flew, I flew to Atlanta to do service on Sunday, and I was teaching that God's getting ready to really give us a new sense of accomplishment and really finding joy in the moment. Mm. And one of the things that we found that I've been teaching on that I'm going to, uh, that I'm going to do a reshare even tonight, um, a reshare about joy is understanding that, listen, I have true satisfaction in the moment that literally mm. God has, has, completely supplied everything that I need mm -hmm. for that moment. Yeah. So we may look down the road and we may stress about a bill that's due five or seven days from now. Okay, yes, we put that in God's hands. We do our practical things. But in that moment where mm -hmm. I am right now, not seven days from now, right now, mm -hmm. I am learning to master appreciation of the moment. Do I have what I need? Absolutely. Do I have food? Absolutely. Do me and my family have shelter? Absolutely. You know, is, is the power off? No. So I have absolutely everything that I need in the moment. And so I really find that another thing of success is really learning to appreciate the and celebrate the moment that, okay, in that moment, yes, I may not have a million dollars. Yes, I may not have this, this, and that. But if I really come to a place of joy, authentic joy, I celebrate this moment as mm -hmm. in God has supernaturally given me absolutely everything that I need for this moment. And because he's provided for this moment, I'm at a place of joy. I'm at a place of contentment mm -hmm. and I have, and I have a sense of peace. Yes. And, yeah. and I think that's just, honestly, sometimes that's where God wants us to be is to be in a, in a place where we're content, where we're at. Um, and, and it's, you know, when we think about the apostle Paul, while he was in prison, he's talking about contentment. He had yeah. a heart of gratitude, even yeah. where he was at. And I think that is just, um, such a beautiful place to be at. Um, I know in my personal experience in life, um, going through hardships, going through, you know, times of turmoil is really at the place where I was like, I'm content. I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm good. If, if God does nothing else in this area, I'm fine, you know? Right. And it's right at that moment, boom, something shifts, right? And sometimes it's our heart condition that needs to shift and be in an alignment with, with God for mm -hmm. us to be in a place where we truly feel successful. Yes. And, and, and I think really getting that heart, that heart in alignment with his heart, mm -hmm. our hearts in alignment with his heart, it, it changes the focus. It changes the view. Mm -hmm. um, it changes how we view things. It yes. changes how we uh, conduct, you know, life. You know, mm -hmm. Because guess what? My heart is in alignment with his heart. So it, my, my whole perspective has now shifted. It has changed. Yes. It, definitely, it has definitely shifted. Definitely. So we've talked about some reasons um, for this next question. Why do we, why do you think people feel unsuccessful? If we talked about social media, um, mm -hmm. are there any other things that you can kind of think about and talk about that make people feel unsuccessful? I think uh, what causes people to feel unsuccessful is um, one, a lack of accomplishment, mm -hmm. you know, when they look back over their life and they see that they're not where they want to be, they didn't yeah. accomplish, they didn't finish, 
um, they didn't finish school, they didn't finish, you know, certain programs. Uh, just, just there's a, there's a, there's a place of failure, broken success, broken progress, mm. uh, no completion, um, not being able to look back and say, I started, I completed. Mm. I started and I finished. Mm. And, and so when you don't have that sense of completion or finishing, it leaves you in a broken place that you start, you stop, you start, you stop, you start, you stop. But eventually there comes a point in time where you have to start and you have to come to a place of finality. Yeah. And, and, and that because people don't reach that, uh, they, they, they struggle with feeling unsuccessful mm-hmm. um, when things break apart, when they've experienced failure, when things don't turn out the way that they hoped or the way that they planned. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a form of feeling unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. You, know, um, you know, like I've been teaching, I said, we all talk about rising to the top and we all talk about, you know, you know, experiencing the top, getting the blessing, you know, being an influencer. But what happens when you rise and things fall apart? Yeah. You know, that, 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 that's what causes people to feel unsuccessful and to really realize that, guess what? Your success is not all the times in the condition of where you may be presently. Your success is sometimes tied into where you're going. So mm-hmm. though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Just because I'm going through the valley doesn't mean that the valley has become the essence of who I am. No, right. I'm going through it. So it's a process of knowing I'm going through something. It's not my permanent uh, locale. It's not my permanent residence, but I am matriculating through it, not taking up residence in it. And right. I think that once people begin to understand that failure is a, is a process, failure is a, is a temporary place in life, but it is not permanent. Mm-hmm. Failure becomes permanent or un- being unsuccessful becomes permanent when we, look, when we choose to take up residence there, yeah. when we choose to stop. And so as long as you're choosing not to stop, you can make a move. Yes. As long as you're choosing not to quit, you can always get up and do something else. You know, uh, the Queen of England, I never forget... Um, the story of uh, he had those signs, her father had those signs put up, uh, made when, um, uh, uh, when, when they were getting ready to be at war with Germany and, and, and never, ever give up, you know, you know, there has to be something in you that says you cannot give up, mm-hmm. you know, keep calm, uh, keep calm and carry on is the actual quote. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, keep calm and keep calm, uh, uh, keep calm and carry on. And so that was to remind the queen that guess what? Germany may be pounding at the door or yes. may be pounding at the fences, but guess what? Keep calm and carry on. Though you may be in a battle, though you may be dealing with certain situations in life, you have to remember to keep calm and carry on. Mm -hmm. So when you look at certain things that have you, okay, feeling like, okay, it didn't work, it didn't happen. If you have breath, if you can get up, Mm -hmm. you can carry on. Yes. And so... I believe that that's what's what caused people to feel unsuccessful when things don't work out, when things break apart, when, when they've experienced failure, yeah. uh, when they experience disappointment, when they experience rejection. It opens up doors to feeling uh, very unsuccessful. And, and this person in particular that sent in this question, I know, has kind of gone through a cycle of what feels like failure, you mm-hmm. know, um, going from one bad situation to another bad situation and that sort of thing. And like you said, as long as you don't take residence there, there's still ability to push forward, you know? Um, And I think also like, you know, you and I are being, you know, pretty transparent on here. 
you know, we all feel that way at times. You know, I remember sharing this question as, okay, this is something that's going to come up on season three. And I was getting DMs like, this is a really good question, or I can relate to this question. Because we've all been there. We've all experienced it. And this year has really also highlighted some areas where we feel that (laughs) we've been a failure in, right? Um, A lot of people, I know for me personally, in the beginning of the year, I had to deal with me. You know, I had to deal with my inner me and um, even take up therapy, you know, to deal with some of the things that may have happened in my adolescent years that I thought, you know, I was over, but I wasn't over because Mm -hmm. some of those things that happened became my inner voice. Right. And so because it became my inner voice, I thought, okay, I'm going to fail if I launch this because this is what I was told when I was younger by groups of friends and and people that I use group of friends very loosely, right? Um, That you won't be this, you won't be this, who do you think you are? You know what I mean? So that became my inner voice. And that really um, stopped me from launching certain things, because I was afraid, right? And so we all as you know, believers or non believers, we go through this cycle or these thought process of feeling unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Let's get into the specific question that the listener had, right? So why do you, what do you do when you feel unsuccessful? And so I'm going to let you flow, whether it's practical steps, spiritual steps. What do you do when you feel unsuccessful? Well, let's talk about, let's have a transparent moment. Mm -hmm. Last year's summit, um, I moved the summit. The first year, my summit was at my old building. And um, last year, we moved it to the Buckhead uh, Marriott Conference Center, Convention Center, whatever it was called. Mm -hmm. And um, we had all of these elaborate plans, and, you know, people came from the north, south, east, and west, and they packed out the room, and it was spectacular, and it was so much stuff going on. But I left there 9000 no, $10,700 in the red. Wow. Um, and can I interject really quickly? As an attendee, of that conference because I didn't go the first year but I went the second year it was amazing like you set the bar right and as a participant I felt that it was successful I want to put a pin there because it's from different vantage points right okay everybody that attended um for the most part felt like it was a success Mm -hmm. but when you ask my family and I it's a point, it's a place of brokenness Hmm. because literally, um, literally we had to um, max out credit cards. We had to do everything to end, uh, to get, to break away and to just literally just be able to just breathe. Mm -hmm. So um, Sunday morning service ends, Um, We greet everyone, we fellowship, you know, we get people to the airport. Um, My family and I, we go to Cheesecake Factory across the street. We go eat Cheesecake Factory. We come home 
I sit on the side of the bed. Finally, that Sunday night, I fall asleep. I'm so exhausted from this, everything that's been going on, uh, travel and just, just the whole week, um, exhausted. And I fall asleep sitting on the side of the bed at nine something, maybe 10 o'clock at night. And when I came to, it was two o'clock in the morning. And the only reason I knew it was two o'clock in the morning, because literally I was sitting on the side of the bed and I was sliding off the side of the bed, getting ready to fall off the bed. Mm. And I woke up and I laid down and I looked at my email report that says we still owe A, B, C, D, E. And I turned over in the bed and I started crying. Mm. And because um, I'm just like, okay, how do I maneuver? Thank, thank God I have a good family. And um, we maneuvered through the whole situation. So that week, I come to my bishop's conference. I sit there and I'm just saddened because I'm leaving a moment that people are celebrating. Mm-hmm. But it's a thing of ugh for me because. I'm still now having to figure out where do I come up with this $10,000. And so I'm sitting there and the Holy Spirit speaks to me and said, pull yourself together. All isn't lost. Mm -hmm. Think about the moments. Think about what transpired. Mm -hmm. Think about what took place. Think about what you'll do differently yeah yep and so i begin to ponder and i begin to think and i begin to really just wrestle uh within myself even at that moment and so then at that moment now it's a thing of so now october's gone by um my mom's in the hospital so now it's november it's time to start looking at credit card bills it's start time to start paying people back uh, it's start time it's time to start uh dealing with this moment that was crazy and so i literally had to take um, bit by bit. And someone says, how do you eat a piece of pizza? You take it one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. And so literally, um, I looked at everything that I was facing, all of the bills, all of the situation, and I began to bite at it one bite at mm-hmm. a time. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't let it put me in a place of defeat. I had to let it put me in a place of learning. Yeah. So what I had to do is when I begin to plan for 2020, I begin to look at, okay, what things put me in a hole? Yeah. What things did I take on? What was too much? What did I overdo it? Where did I, where did I not apply enough finances and resources in certain areas? Where do I need to adjust my attention? Where do I need to adjust my focus? Mm-hmm. And so I really begin to go through a thing of recalibrating. Yeah. I had to recalibrate myself because let me tell you something, just because you have an unsuccessful moment doesn't mean that your life stops. Mm. Or doesn't mean that you're, you're not successful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so um, a lot of people don't realize that Oprah, when she launched the old network, it was unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry moving his shows to the own network mm-hmm. and helping Oprah to get off the ground. Oprah 
would have went almost bankrupt as far as as far as a network, not as an individual, mm-hmm. because it's two different things, but as a, as a network, because she didn't have the support and didn't have everything that she really needed in place to do something. So there are times in life where we will take the big jump, we'll take the big risk, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not to fail, it's to teach us. Yes. And life lessons are developed out of moments of brokenness. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. Life lessons are developed out of moments of brokenness. So take your moment of brokenness, take your moment of of a mistake or uh, an unsuccessful time and learn the lesson. Don't become the essence. Mm, That's good. Learn the lessons the lesson don't become the essence of what happened. Mm -hmm. And so what happens to a lot of people, they settle in that unsuccessful moment and they become it instead of learning from it. Mm -hmm. And so what do you mean you become it? You you get stuck there. That's your place of stuck, of stagnation. That's the only thing you discuss. You talk about how bad it is, how terrible it was. And no, 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 no. Yes, it's bad. Yes, it's terrible. But guess what? You can get up. The reality of it is, is is learning how to start over, knowing how to get the fresh start. And out of every situation, you can start over. And so I had to learn that, okay, hey, how am I going to start over? I take it one bite at a time. Mm -hmm. And I eat a pizza like I eat a pizza pizza in its entirety. I took one bite at a time until I began to master and manage the deficit of that was left to me uh, at the end of last year. And so it was, it took some time. It took some months. It took a lot of lessons, but guess what? You won't put me back in the hole. Right. And so, and so you learn from certain things and you learn uh, uh, just even, 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 in, even in investing. Okay. What areas uh, do I need to invest in so I don't have that issue? Where do I put some cushion? Where do I put some, uh, 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 um, where do I put roadblocks in the way that I, these are roadblocks that I create that when I'm getting ready to go down a certain path that's going to lead me to that place of being unsuccessful, it says, no, 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 you can't do it, can't do it, stop, stop, stop. And I think we have to learn how to put our own roadblocks and our own uh, 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 measuring devices in place that says, okay, you've gone too far, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a part of the recalibration process. And then when you do it over, you know, don't don't be afraid to say, I messed up the first time. Yeah. Or I messed up this time. I think a lot of times we hide we hide lessons that people can learn from mm-hmm. because of pride. Yes, yes. We hide lessons that people can really appreciate because of pride. And I think that once we learn to master our pride and say, okay, hey, this is something that I'm learning from, not something that's defeating me, it puts us in a different place in life that we're able to make the progress that we need to make. Spiritually, I committed to prayer. Mm -hmm. um, Those are some of the practical things. Spiritually, it has to become an issue of prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that I bathe constantly in prayer. 
Holy Spirit, don't allow me to go down that certain road. Holy Spirit, teach me, navigate me, show me which way. Um, check my spirit when I'm putting on too much. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm constantly, constantly praying, Holy Spirit, don't allow me to be the same person that I was last year. Don't allow me to make the same mistakes that I made last year. Don't allow me to walk through the place of failure that I walked through previously. And so I committed to prayer. I committed to also accountability um, to people that are very close that hold me accountable. Mm -hmm. I committed to accountability. Um, one of the things that people have, uh, that they, they find themselves stuck at because they don't have another person praying with them or speaking yes. life into that particular area. Sometimes you have to get someone on the boat or in the boat with you and say, listen, we're going to pray, we're going to fight, we're going to decree, we're going to declare. Not only that, but we're also going to find the necessary day-to-day -day tools that we can put in place to help you win. Yes. And so you got to have accountability. You have to have someone that you run with. You have to have someone that can speak into your life, that can push you. And when you feel yourself falling into that rut, into that place of being unsuccessful, that, that person can say, uh-uh, get up, get up, get up. No, we're not settling for here. We're not getting stuck here. No, we're going to do this. We're going to pick ourselves up and we're going to try again. But I'm not going to let you try by yourself. I'm going to push you. I'm going to be an encourager. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a motivator. I'm going to inspire you for, for another time. And so that's why you definitely need that accountability and you need the right mentorship or coach. Yes. Because the right mentorship or coach uh, will speak those words of wisdom into your life that will help you what safeguard yourself from certain mistakes. And so you have to have a good, strong prayer life. You have to have the accountability and you have to have the right mentorship or coach that was constantly pouring into you that can say, hey, here's some wisdom. Here, mm -hmm. here's, here's a seasoned voice from a different perspective that can speak into your perspective that can help shift your perspective to another place and to another dimension. Yes, definitely. And I love the fact that you brought up accountability um, and mentorship because it's something, some things that um, sometimes people don't feel that is important, right? And if even if you think about Jesus, he had the disciples around him, right? And he was mentoring them, he was coaching them, but they also kept him accountable too as he was walking and they were saying, hey, Christ, this is what's going on, this is what's happening, right? And so um, I think that as um, we're looking to be successful, we have to get people in our boat that is rowing with us, not yeah. drilling holes, but rowing oh, with us so that we can get to our destination. So accountability is really, really important. And um, it's, it's also very important to invest in a coach, right? It's important to invest in someone for whatever, you know, walk you may be in. If it's business, if you're um, a musician, if you're into, you know, theater, whatever it is, getting someone who has a higher level of expertise in that area to help you navigate through that journey. So amazing, amazing words of wisdom. So any last words of encouragement or advice for someone who's walking in this season and they are feeling unsuccessful? I would say this, number one, if you're walking through a season where you feel like you failed or you feel unsuccessful, number one, sit down. Mm. 
sit down, stop, sit down. If things are falling apart, it can't get any worse if you just take a moment mm -hmm. and breathe. Mm -hmm. Sit down. A lot of times we make things worse trying to be a fixer or a gladiator or uh, I used to watch Scandal all the time. Yes. So Olivia Pope. Sometimes you can't Olivia Pope yourself out of something. Come on. Come Sometimes on. You just have to just sit down and ask God for help. Mm -hmm. And help may look like something in you needs to change, something in you needs to be adjusted, or it could be your team, it could be someone around you, or it could be discontinued, mm -hmm. stop. Mm -hmm. But if you don't sit down and implore God for help, then guess what? You're gonna keep on building and keep on doing what you're doing, but guess what? You may be in a place of insanity and not getting any good results. Right. So sit down, catch your breath, and ask God for help. Yeah. Ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, can you lead me and guide me and give me the help that I need? for the next. Yeah. So if you're feeling that way, sit down, number one. Number two, what do you need to do after you sit down and you talk to God and you get God to speak back to you and all of those good things? Number two, the thing that you need to do is search yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to search yourself. One, sit down. Number two, search yourself and see, okay, self, what can I do differently to make sure that I don't find myself back in this condition. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's very easy for us to tell everybody else what they're doing wrong. But when it's time to take self inventory of ourselves, we struggle at doing self inventory because we really don't want to have to be honest with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So take self inventory, search yourself, search your motives, search your actions, search your work ethics, search your disciplines, search your weaknesses, mm -hmm. and begin to look and see did your weakness outshadow your strength mm -hmm. or have you become so strong and cocky that now at a moment of weakness that moment of weakness or being unsuccessful is really to humble you so you can be more dependent on the Lord mm -hmm. and be more dependent on him giving you good success and not upon yourself so you got to search yourself so one sit down Two, search yourself. And then number three, what do you have to do? You have to seek a different path. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? If the path that you were on before didn't work, seek a different path. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. There's nothing wrong with getting up and doing it differently. Part of the problem with so many people today, they don't want to seek a different way. I'm not saying get don't go to God. I'm saying this, listen, that if you went down road A before, maybe this is the time to try road B because yeah. if road A can't get you there and if road A is having some, road A is having difficulty, then guess what? You don't want to keep going down that road and experiencing nothing. So seek a different path. Take an alternate route. Take an alternate position. Maybe you have to do something totally different in order to get the results that you want to get. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Mm -hmm. So give yourself an insanity check. Number one, what do you do? Sit down. 
when you're sitting down, you implore God for help. Number two, you search yourself because guess what? At the end of the day, when you cross out the team, when you cross out resources, when you cross out money, when you deal with everything else that's around you, it's all coming back to one individual, yourself. So yep. you got to search yourself and deal with yourself. And then number three, once it's time to get up and get moving again, seek another path. Mm -hmm. Because says God did not take you through a sit down, a time of self-observance to get you up and to get up and do the same thing over again. No, he wants to take you a different route. Love so I'll share that with you tonight. Yes, thank you so much. So much gems on this uh, episode. <laughs> so you may need to replay it again, get a notebook and um, write it down. Maybe I'll put that in the blurb in the beginning, like, hey, for this episode, you need a notebook um, because there's so many gems. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many gems that you dropped. Um, Pastor DeMarlo, how can we connect with you? How can the listeners connect with you um, after this episode airs? Um, they can definitely go to my Facebook and Instagram, DeMarlo McKinney. Uh, everything is with DeMarlo McKinney and Twitter. I think it's DeMarlo McKinney. Also, uh, DeMarloMcKinney.com is currently being revised to be relaunched at the end of this year. Okay. And we're relaunching and things that we're doing. So within, uh, by the time you, uh, hear this, we will probably be in the almost final stages of preparation to relaunching the website. So DeMarloMcKinney.com you'll be able to see more there. So it's everything's deal with tomorrow. Awesome. And I'll put all that information in the show notes for the listeners. So thank you again for um, joining the infertility podcast. I really appreciate you, Pastor D. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Catch you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the infertility podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Joseph or on Facebook, Master Mentor and Minister, or you can visit my website, which is www.iamdaniellejoseph.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.